So Jay, Go. I wanted to bring you in on this because I just felt like this game deserved a, a, a very short special. I know that you're not too fascinated about it and you might not have that many questions about it. But after finishing it, I definitely wanted to just share my thoughts quickly with you mm-hmm. and just see what you thought, really. So to trigger any questions here that you might have, I guess, my main thing is basically I finished Doom Eternal and it's probably the best FPS I've played in terms of gameplay since like Modern Warfare 2. Okay, that's good. That's a good start. So I know that I think I mentioned it on the show once that I started it and I think I said to you like, oh, it doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like 2016 almost. So when you finished Doom 2016, you had that kind of like got used to the systems. You were able to kill the demons with quite a lot of fluidity. And then I started Doom Eternal and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Didn't feel the same? Not quite. Okay. Not quite. It, It obviously obviously is very similar but because of a game like that if you change even certain nuances it's going to feel quite impactful do you know what i mean like if you change one or two very small things it's going to impact you the way you play so i played it anyway because i spent money even though it's on game pass now i kept playing it and then i was like i don't know three or four missions in and i was like oh oh man i'm getting the hang of this and then there were other elements which were striking to me which are designed super well so the vistas for instance in each mission it looks fantastic the enemy design and most importantly jay the story you would not believe how much story is in this doom game they have connected so spoilers for doom eternal i'm not going to spoil everything well i probably am just Move away. Go play the game if you like Doom or FPSs or video games. All right, guys. They have connected the previous Doom game. So Doom 1, 2, Doom 64, and and that. Yeah. With the Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. That's good. So basically, what they you find out in flashbacks... Do you mind if I tell you this, Jay? I don't, I'm not, I don't plan on playing it. So. Okay. They basically show you in flashbacks that you are the Doom guy from the original games okay. and that you become the Doom Slayer. And I won't bore you, but there's a lot of like, well, space travel, a lot of dimension stuff. But basically... That makes it even cooler, honestly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't even know the I lore. That. I... That's pretty amazing, honestly. Dude, I don't even know the lore of the original games. And I ended up going on a video on YouTube to find out the lore of the original games and see how it all connected. Like, okay. it got me interested in Doom lore. Like, who gives a fuck about Doom lore, you know? But yeah, so it did that. And I was like, man, this game's awesome. And the story was hitting and like the execution was good on it. Like, it wasn't cheesy, but it wasn't not cheesy. Does that make any sense? Like, they literally say, you know, rip and tear until it's done. But they say it in a way where it's like, I mean, you pull it off, you know? Okay. It's, how, how to explain it? It's like a bit like Lord of the Rings, really, where like every sentence should be nerdy as hell, but oh, somehow okay. it, it just pulls it off, you know? So I keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. And again, like things are striking. I'm getting the collectibles as I go along. And then I get to like, maybe, I don't know, three quarters of the way through. And it is clicking jay oh, okay the muscle memory is like, in right like so it's clicking and okay. i'm like 
man, this game feels good. Like, is it that feels weird that it took that long? Good question, Jay. Yeah, because to no. me, I usually it takes like, like I'm usually a quarter of the way through a game, or at least halfway max before things start clicking. So I feel like yeah. three quarters is quite a long time to me. So here's the thing. So I listened to a podcast about game developers and the making of games. Sure. And the directors were on, or executive producer and game director were on this podcast. And that I listened to it before I finished the game. And they said, we wanted to design a journey of gameplay where you begin, it's entertaining. And as you progress, you will eventually get to that point of euphoria. So the game is designed to do this. Mm, yeah, no, I kind of felt that with um, with uh, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, actually. Very similar type of design there. Like, it did take quite a while for you to like, really know what you were doing. I think part of that came also just because of like the loot and the weapons that you had as well. I don't know if that applies to Doom, does it? Is there certain things you don't get until later in the game that make it maybe easier or... I mean, you get more powerful weapons as the game goes yeah, on. Yeah, I imagine you just get BFP. more powerful in general, right? With, like, skills and stuff? You do if you do the collectibles, for sure. Okay, for sure, okay. yeah. Yeah, you get, like, uh, skill points and stuff and armor points and weapon points. So, yeah, you definitely get more powerful as the okay. game goes on. Okay, that's good. Not as much as an RP- no way near an RPG like Dark Souls or Bloodborne, though. Okay, okay. If you know what I'm saying. I do um, know, yeah, yeah. Did you watch... Were you, were you finished with your... With my part, yeah, yeah. And then I listened to the podcast and I was like, oh man, they are so smart. And I should have maybe started with this context of my experience with Doom 2016 perhaps, but I'll go to it now. So Doom 2016 was the first game that I, you know, quotation reviewed for my student magazine or whatever, Mm. student newspaper. So I bought it brand new. It was like 40, 45 quid. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a student. This costs so much money. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. Like, it looks okay. I'll play it. And then I ended up loving it. Didn't really go back to it. I got a thousand G back in the day for it, which wasn't that difficult. The flow with that game is like a bit like a roller coaster where like you're like, oh, oh I was getting a little bit bored. Oh, I was getting excited. Uh. But the pace <laughs> really? was. Yeah, the pacing was a little... Because basically you get to like this halfway point and it feels a little bit draggy and then you basically end up going to hell and then it revitalizes everything. But the story moments in that were awesome. Like I still remember the character designs. There's like an eight-foot robot who has got the coolest voice you've ever heard. And when you see him in person, you're like, oh my God, you're ginormous and you actually get a bit terrifying, okay. even though you're the Doom Slayer. And then there's this other lady called Olivia Pierce who was like all amalgamated with robot and flesh. And she, you would love the, honestly, Jay, you, yeah. you would love the art for this. You're game. really like making my Warhammer bells ring right now. Like, that's very, <laughs> like, to me, that's very like Chaos Space Marini type stuff and all the flesh yeah. and the demons. And yeah, that's very, yeah. that's very up my street. Yeah, I love that. That's the thing. Yeah. I would play this game. It's just, uh, I don't know. I'm just not, I don't really want to buy, I don't want to spend that much money to play it. <laughs> like, I, I feel because it it's on Game Pass, I'm tempted now, honestly. Like very, I'm not. I don't really care about the story though. Like that bit doesn't really apply to my thing sure. at the minute. So it's not that. I mean, we're talking like maybe five, six cutscenes in the whole game. I was surprised there are cutscenes, and we're talking like you can basically kind of skip or ignore the dialogue kind of thing. Like it's oh, okay. not really pressured on you. I think so, they know there. Okay, now go continue. Yeah. I was going to say, I think I know there are Doom fans who just want to play the game. Yeah. 
What were you going to say? No, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to bring this up later about uh, how long it took you to complete both the 2016 one and yeah. the, the latest one. Okay, I'll just pause that for a second and just yeah, say come that... come back to it or what? The, the, yeah, yeah, we will, we will. So the pace of 2016 Doom was just like a little bit up and down, whereas the pace of this game is very much zero to hero. Like by the end <laughs> of the game, there, you are consistently just going and getting better and it feels better and everything is just getting better Um, in terms of length great question jay it's a struggle for me to think back to 2016 doom because i played it when it came out obviously Mm. and i played it i think two days straight to do this review thing there we go yeah so it's very different whereas i played doom eternal over a course of like three to four weeks you know in very short periods i can't imagine you played more than 10 hours per day when you were reviewing it right so you probably played about 20 hours to get a complete that if If that that, okay probably more i would say more 12 to 15 okay so it was very short then the first one 2016 one it felt it felt long enough yeah yeah just because of the the type of content it was yeah i'd say so (laughs) Okay, so what what does that compare to this most recent one then? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the length of how long it took you to do. I mean, I think it's fair to say Doom Eternal is almost, if not twice, as long. So somewhere between thirty and thirty-six hours. More like twenty to thirty. Okay, so twenty twenty if you skip everything, yeah. and thirty if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and obviously if you've played it before like if you're going through the campaign again it may only take you maybe 15 or so i mean maybe even like 10 to 15 hours depending on how quick you are like so, genuinely quick you are yeah i was gonna say a majority minutes. of that is probably like the the time taken is just you learning things then exactly like learning how to actually not die i reckon it's a punishing game yeah I, no, from what I've, I've definitely i've watched the game online like you know yeah. twitch and youtube or whatever it looks quite punishing yeah, I mean, dude, you know me. I played it on easy. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I want to experience the game. I'm not here for that brutal experience. I haven't got the time at the moment, mate. If if it was like Doom Eternal is the only game I could afford this year, oh, I'd yeah. go for it. Do you know what I mean? Like spread yeah, yeah. spread it out. You know, spread it out. What what are your thoughts on that, Jay? Of spreading out games because of their difficulty. You know, like I can only afford Avengers. So I'll play it on the hardest difficulty so it lasts me longer kind of thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think I've only ever had that. What game have I played again? Uh, Call of Duty is probably only really one I can think of. Like I have I think every Call of Duty I've played, I've done the campaign on normal or easy and then gone straight to veteran like right after. Primarily because of the achievements. I've found that there's always like a vet, you know, do campaign on veteran. And even on veteran, it's not that hard. But it was quite, you know, you get shot twice and you're dead, basically, which is why I imagine it's like on, on Doom as well. So, you know, I, I'm sure it's fun. It's just, yeah, it'll probably take you a little bit longer than you'd like. Yeah. Would yeah. you consider it, though, like in the future, if you like, were, like had nothing else? If, there was, if it was like a three-month period where there was just no games coming out? Which obviously won't happen for a while now, but... <laughs> like, is it yeah. that good of a game, or would, is it oh, just, okay. you know... Well, best way to answer your question, Jay, is that there's a achievement for doing the campaign on a certain mode, extra life mode, okay. and I am absolutely going to do that at some point. Okay, okay. Like, I want it. because it is it. 
it is like you've got as soon as you finish the game, you're like, but no, wait, no, the game just started for me because I've just learned everything. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you definitely, I mean, I just dipped back into the first mission for a quick achievement, and I was like, oh, this this whole thing has changed. Yeah, completely whole, different now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I didn't really know where I was going, but yeah, it's really good, and I think for me. This resumes id software as the king of the FPS currently. <laughs> well, yeah, my my uh, experience with id was Rage, Rage One. Mm-hmm. Um, when Rage Two came out, I was excited to get get it, and then when I started playing, I was like, "This is not rage. like Rage One at all. Like, it completely yeah. changed." So I, you know, I played it, but I didn't finish it. I was very annoyed about it. Actually, I was annoyed I got it, but there you go. Um, you like so Rage yeah, one? Rage One was like I was hyped for that. I've even got the guide for it as well. I tried oh, following cool, it completely. Man. Um, yeah, I remember watching Raid One graphics, Rage One graphics, and being like, "Oh my god, how how cool does that look?" But obviously, looking at it now, I mean, it holds up, but not as much as I thought it. Well, did, dude, so. I was gonna say I played Rage for the first time a couple of years ago, and I thought the graphics looked like possibly the best 360 graphics out there. Mm. Yeah, no, I think at the time it was like near the end of the 360 timeline so it's yeah it was getting and good it's on three discs is it three discs something probably. crazy probably yeah one or two yeah, because of the graphics or, or something or two two or three i think yeah so that is interesting jay we should maybe talk about that game and your memories with it what well, rage 2 then because that was supposed to be basically a mix oh. of open world rage and then doom gameplay what, nah, what did yeah. you not like about it it was just like rage one but bigger but worse somehow it just didn't didn't feel the same. It just felt like okay. they'd had this massive bit of land and filled it hardly at all and just hadn't really done much with it, even though the, the development seemed like there was a lot going on. There really wasn't that much going on. Like, it was okay. one of those games where they showed off not a lot of actual gameplay, and because of that, everything that was actually in-game... It was, it was basically like, you know those memes of, like, the Netflix adaption version always looks like a really bad version of the original. It's basically what it is. It's like taking the original and just shoving it through a shredder and thinking it's still the same, but it's not. It's just like worse, so much worse. Okay. That's kind of how I felt about it. But I mean, I'm so sure if I played than... it for longer, I might feel better about it. I don't know. Yeah, because I've, I've got to say, Jay, of all the things I thought about that game before launch, it didn't look like technically it an actual sequel to Rage? Does that make sense? No, it wasn't. Not really, it wasn't, no. It looked like something they else. They tried, but it, yeah, it was, it was definitely something else. Mm. So, it, you know, how id started the shooter and how they reigned supreme for so many years at the beginning of, you know, the 90s or whatever it was, mm. I truly believe that they have now taken their place again there after playing Doom Eternal. And who would have thought they would have achieved such an incredible feat in 2020 and who would have thought that they would have been able to create such a good single player experience under the umbrella of Zenimax when Zenimax are pushing God knows what, you know, season passes for Fallout 76, etc. Wasn't Doom Eternal delayed? Yeah. So when did it come out? March 2020. And it was supposed to come out end of 2019? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you yeah. think, can you note, would you reckon you'd be able to tell where that extra bit of development time went into, or is it you know hard not really to say you know you can't really tell. It, to be honest, Jay, looking at it, looking at it, there's one multiplayer mode okay. which does look uh, different and unique in its own way. 
but I think it's pretty much all gone to the single player. Okay. And if I can't tell you where it's gone per se, all I can tell you is that whatever they did, it's paid off. Mm. If that makes sense. What would you say is um, is Id's next thing then? Do we already know what they're developing next, or is it going to be uh, another Doom thing? Like, mm, is it going to be twenty twenty four until we see another Doom development? Is there like is there a part three? Like, with the mm. ending of of this, would you say there's a cliffhanger? Where there's a continuation possible or no? So Doom twenty sixteen, I did I forgot had a cliffhanger, which leads into Doom Eternal. This one finishes off more a bit more securely. Okay. In terms of the law. They put in place, this goes back to all the things I looked back on, on Doom 1 and 2. I didn't realise they put in specific bosses from those original games in these games. So the end of Doom Eternal, you have the Icon of Sin, which is the main boss from Doom 2. Now, when I'm playing it, I'm like, okay, like, cool. You know, Doom fans are going, oh my god! You know, like, (laughs) that's so awesome. So in terms of lore, Jay, what they've done is they've connected this universe... But they've also taken it, put in their own stuff, and then made it so that there is a continuation of the story they have started. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's so impressive. They've linked this universe and created a stepping point to where they can finish, or carry on if they want, but probably finish what is a fairly interesting lore. Okay, so there is possibility for a third then. I would say, Jay, they would they are going to see a potential in finishing this off as a trilogy. Okay. What do you, is that something you would like? Or are you not too fast? If it's even better than Doom Eternal, <laughs> by the time that comes out, it will be unquestionable. That, I mean, they will become a pinnacle AAA developer at that okay, point. Okay, what, just from three games of the same thing? Yeah. In eight year span, so 2016, 2020, and 2024. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That feels a bit more. That feels very kind of like one trick pony to me. Okay. Example for you. Which then. I guess you could say Fallout. I know, but you know, they're they're different enough for that for it to be. Well, I was going to say important. Naughty Dog and right. Uncharted. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So true. Uncharted one, two, and three, it pretty much cements them as one of the best developers ever. Yeah, Naughty Dog, yeah. And what they else came out I guess Last of Us came out during that time, though, didn't it? It came out after. I feel like Naughty three. Dog tend to develop two games at the same time, don't they? Most of the time? Try to, yeah. 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 So, I would so like what would to... it take, then? What would it take for you to be happy with another game? Like, what needs to be added? What needs to be taken away? What needs to be the same? Stuff like that. I don't know. No, you, is your know... imagination not big enough for you to think of anything? Is that what you mean? Because like, well, I have that problem a lot too. You know, you can imagine like vistas and stuff, but in terms of gameplay loop and stuff, I just don't... I didn't even know the things that they hadn't done in 2016 that they have done in this game, and I didn't realise the... Like, there are so little things they change where I'm like, I didn't even know that was a problem in Dune 2016 when I was playing it, but it is okay. after playing this game. So are you saying there's not much of a difference between the first one and the second one? Then it's basically the same game, just with sort of different story. No, 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 there is a big difference. There is a big difference. Okay, it's small differences, but they make a large impact. So lots of little differences that make enough of an impact for you. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so you just want that again? You want there to I be would... lots of little things, and then it to be a big thing, or do you want lots of little things and a big thing? No, I think I think little things would be good at this point. There's okay. little you can do to to you know 
improve or change upon this game. Some people don't like the platforming sections. I think that's a matter of taste. Some people didn't like a couple of swimming sections, which is understandable. Swimming? Okay. Yeah, that was, was weird. this Mario? <laughs> <laughs> platforming, um, swimming? Okay. Some people didn't like a certain type of demon. Yeah. It was frustrating if you didn't know how to... I didn't really know how to fight him, to be I fair. I think one of my issues with uh, Doom is that it feels a lot like Quake. And as yeah. much as as much as I liked Quake back in the day, I've always had a problem with the speed at which your character moves. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. tends to be like super, like unrealistically quick. And sometimes it's a bit jarring. And I think sometimes it, I prefer characters that move normally. Like in quotes, you know, there's definitely examples where I could, you know, say that it's necessary they shouldn't move normally. Like, an Iron Man who can fly, or a Hulk who can jump super far. Um, but to, yeah, that's just always felt a bit like weird to me. I don't know why. It's just like that's not necessarily like the, the sole reason why I don't play them. But it's definitely a part of it, a very minute part of the reason why I don't really play it. Do you ever have that feeling? Do you ever find that a bit weird how quickly the character moves, or is that something you don't really care about? I gotta say, Jay, I've always liked that. So you've liked it, okay? So did you ever yeah. you play Quake? You played Quake before, right? I think I played like Quake two or three on the PS two or something, but I was yeah. awful at it. Like yeah. there was no online or anything. What I so limited for me. Did you play Quake Champions? Yeah, I think so. Um, I've played the the latest Quake two, just like a tiny bit. I think I like played the beta or something, whatever it was. And yeah, it's just that like it's it's a there's a very particular type of older gamer who I think prefers that. Like people who are like maybe in their late thirties, early forties, tends like people who played the quakes and the dooms back in the day like the original you know uh, audience probably would enjoy that a bit more because there's obviously a level of nostalgia there but for someone like me who didn't really necessarily grow up on that as much i don't i just doesn't really appeal to me as much same way that nintendo doesn't really appeal to me or anything like that it's just not part of my my oeuvre is that yeah. the right word i have no idea my dad says that a lot oeuvre oeuvre <laughs> is your orange oeuvre no, it's like um, it's like repertoire. It's like uh, you know, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's not my bag, baby. Port- portfolio, not in yeah. your, not in your bag of interests. Yeah, it's not not my bag. What I will say is, I wouldn't be heartbroken if they didn't do a third game, and okay. I think they could finish this revitalization here if they wanted to. Question is, is do they have the development energy and passion to make a third game rather than doing something different? I, I was going to say, would you prefer like a new IP? I think they might want to do a new IP at this point. But they'd stick with the, the shooter type situation. I mean, who knows? Look, all bets are off for me, mate. After Gorilla did Horizon coming from an FPS, I think, I, th- I believe any studio can, can adapt to oh, any that's genre. that's true, actually. And so... also, I guess, with Crystal Dynamics too, with yeah. Avengers... Well, they, Tomb Raider was a third-person action, to be fair. Yeah, but it def, you know, I don't think you can compare Avengers to that. They're similar, but they're not similar enough for me yeah, to be sure. like, that's Multiplayer, the same developer. Like, if yeah. I didn't know who the developer of either of the games were, I wouldn't, be able to, I wouldn't have told you they were the same developer. True that. No True way. That. And I guess, you, would you be able to say the same for what you were now talking about in terms of going from something else to a shooter? Horizon, whoever did Horizon. Oh yeah, no, you're right. No way, no way. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. I, I like. I don't know. I guess it's a big bit of a gamble sometimes, isn't it? Having a developer who's so not like who is used to doing a very 
one type of game style and completely shifts. It's usually a bit of a bit of a drastic change. Yeah. Yeah. I, they obviously took their time with this game because it took four years in the end, or, or maybe yeah. yeah, I think four roughly. Yeah. And and that's, I think it shows as you mentioned, and I just wanted to congratulate them because it's so awesome. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like they have become one of the key staples in that Bethesda portfolio now. You know, like for me, it yeah. kind of goes Bethesda Softworks id closely behind it's funny because uh a lot of when the whole bethesda thing was you know happening yeah. a week or two ago yeah someone someone who i watched online made a good comparison of like if there's ever like a like a racing game like a like a mario kart type game that they could potentially have like but uh, microsoft made one so microsoft themselves microsoft Studios made one of those games you'd have you know the doom slayer you'd have Master Chief, you'd probably have right. like you know all these cla- like the Gears guys. You'd have all the classic Microsoft-owned characters, and now that that's part of the collection of characters, I guess they could have you know could potentially do something, some sort of collaboration in the future. I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, completely get yeah, and it's weird to think Jay that like, well, not really because it always in my mind always belonged there, but like you know the Brotherhood of Steel outfit person guy from Fallout oh, yeah, 3 sure, sure. that is now in the like that's part of the Xbox characters see I've I mean? never ever considered that part of anything but Xbox like to me exactly. Exactly. to me Bethesda have always been an Xbox company just because like all, all their I've never I don't think I've ever bought a Bethesda game on Playstation I mean maybe I got Fallout 4 just because I wanted to play it on there as well but that's probably it yeah. as you know that's a lot I guess Fallout 76 I think I might have gotten it on PS4 or whatever, but sure. Yeah, that's it. I don't really count that though. <laughs> Dude, I'm so I so want to try that game. I can't. My fascination with it. I think I'm gonna honestly. Have to play I think it. I think uh, it's it's difficult. Like it's one of those games that I know I could definitely get into and enjoy a lot, but it takes so much mental effort to do that. It's like, isn't the map really I'm bigger than Fallout Four or something? Stupid? Yeah, it's 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 pretty ridiculous, honestly. I think they've actually they've made it bigger since it's released too because of DLC. And when normally when you get into a Fallout game and you're like, oh look at all this potential, is it just too overwhelming? Or... Yeah, it's it's literally like if you came out of the vault, but instead of like you know your limits now, there's like like it's just so much to there's. Because you know, with a Fallout game, you got to come out and just shoot things and level yourself up, and that's it. You just get to the end. But with this, you've now got to also do that, plus being able to build your, you know, camp, being able to survive from eating and drinking. It's basically like playing Fallout on on that mode that you have to keep drinking all the time. Sure. Similar type of thing, almost like Sims as well. Very weird. Yeah. Well, funny you say that, Jay. I played Fallout New Vegas on that mode for yeah, an I achievement, did too. Yeah. and I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it didn't become that much of an issue once you got into the habit exactly, of it. Exactly. I think it was also because if you pre-ordered it, you got a canteen that regularly filled up your um, your uh, drinking. Uh, Water. Like, it would automatically do it for you. Yeah. But if you got the pre-order of the game, you didn't really have to worry about the about the water, but you did you did have to worry about the food. So it kind of like you know cut that in half, I guess, cut the worry in half. Yeah. Um. I definitely. I mean, I played the game for like a decent amount of time, Fallout seventy six. But yeah, it's just you have to really like be in it to be able to play it. Like you can't you can't go do anything else at the same time. Mm. 
It's very difficult. I mean, I recommend giving it a go, but yeah, I don't know. Would you play it with me or are you not interested? (sighs) I mean, I tried like a few weeks ago, just went back to sort of see what it was like. And I was like, yep, this is why I didn't want to play anymore. (laughs) I just jumped within like 10 minutes. I was like, yeah, I remember exactly why I didn't like this. Fair play, fair play. But you know, to each their own. Fair play. I think it'd probably be easier from the beginning too. Like it, it tends to explain a lot that I've probably forgotten a bunch of things that I probably should know. So that was probably part of the issue is that I jumped sort of like at the deep end. <laughs> so it kind of made it. I, I hate playing a game for like a small amount of time and then coming back to it from where you left off and just forgetting all the basic stuff. Yeah, that it just is makes a, it that, it makes it so much worse to play it from that point. That is a process. One of the biggest impacts short term is now Xbox have a genuine superstar studio like i know they have them now as well and stuff but like you know 343 sounds like they're in trouble it sounds like they're just overload themselves with work um coalition rod ferguson he's left i think you know that the gears is gears at the end of the day (laughs) yeah gears is dead to me to be honest and almost every other studio is working on games that we're not we're not really going to see for a while and if we, even if we have seen them they're still not coming for ages like psychonauts 2 or uh the avowed from a like these games aren't coming for ages so you know it's it's kind of like i don't i mean even the bethesda games the short-term ones the playstation timed exclusives which apparently are going to be a thing still and then everything else is going to come out in like four years. Oh, I don't know. I don't know yeah. either. I say but just yeah. so that you know, I've sort of swayed a bit more back to the Xbox. Have you? Yeah, just slightly. Just because I really don't want to have to look at that PS5 every day. Oh, dude. It's, it's honestly upsetting oh. me. I'm telling you, as soon as I saw that thing, dude, I was like, it's awful. nah. Nah, it's not Nah. Good. Uh-uh. Apparently, yeah, you know how cool. the Xbox came out with the fact that it's super quiet? Yeah. Like, it came out with the PS5 being also super quiet. Like, they kind of have to, like, follow each other's steps one after the other. Yeah. It's like, well, one of them is, well, a core size is two. So, you know. Yeah. So that was quite well, funny. Any, uh, any other questions, Jay, that you, you thinking of about Doom? I mean, I think well, like, we've covered a lot of it, really. Yeah, no. I was actually curious if you'd watched anyone on, on Twitch or anything or online, YouTube, who had like done the whole game on the hardest difficulty or whatever? Well, I did watch a thirty-minute YouTube video of the devs watching a speedrunner do a run. Yeah, I think that's probably what I watched. I think I watched. Oh, thing. dude, that was so good. I mean, you could see the developers' creativity just in that video because the game director Hugo Martin, he's like, "We should fuck with these guys. We should put congrats on the skybox just to that's you know funny. just to ma- yeah. mate." On, and um, I think that's probably one of the good things about those kind of like the I like developers that are older, like developers who get the fact of like silly, like just silly in-game things like that. I've, I have like to me, Gearbox is an older developer with the whole Borderlands humor. Like that humor to me is like old. It's like forties. It's like almost like dad humor. And same with like the developers of like people who make Doom. Just to me, they seem like an older. I don't know. I feel like I can trust an older developer a bit more than a younger one. But younger ones tend to come up with ideas that are a bit more fresher. I think the older developers tend to go with the same thing that usually works, and it can get a bit boring sometimes. But yeah, no, I, I like developers that do that. That are just like really funny and goofy with how they want to do things. 
Yeah, definitely. Makes a lot of sense. That speedrunning playthrough, super impressive, obviously. I mean, like, you can't even keep track. I mean, like, he's using his keyboard and mouse. I can't even, I can't even see where, where he's pointing his gun most of the time. Like, it's just, it's absurd. A lot of speedruns, depending on the development of the game and how the game plays, you can actually, I mean, there's a, there's a few uh, games that you don't even have to look at the screen to know where you are. Sure. Like, there's just, like, certain movements on a keyboard for a certain amount of time or on a controller. That the the player already knows where they are. It's almost like playing chess blindfolded. Yeah. You do it, you do it yeah. enough times, you'll get it down. You know, less and less time each time. So, yeah, yeah it's impressive stuff. I've always liked watching speed runs. I mean, they have the speed run like awards or whatever, don't they? That that uh, charity run sort of like yeah. event every Game's year. Done so. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love checking out some of those. I think it's something nostalgic about seeing one of your favorite childhood games being sped run. Is that the right? <laughs> Yeah, they did every single Fallout game in a row last year. That was quite fun. What, what Fallout 3 and 4 included? Yes, they did. The first one, two, three, Vegas, and then four. Yeah, they did it in order. Oh, that's awesome. It was creepy to watch because he did it so quickly. Really? Oh. <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. Dude, we should play New Vegas at some point. That'd be a cool game. To New Vegas is through. still my favourite Fallout game, I think. Okay. It really is. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it just feels better to me. <laughs> I've got to say, I played that recently, like a couple of years ago. Yeah, me and too. Yeah, I did it again. I played it for the first time a couple oh, of years okay. ago. Fair enough. And uh, it, it's definitely got a vibe about it. Like, it really I has. Listen... It's different, isn't it? Yeah, like I listen to, I mean, I like the survival mode surprisingly, but also I find that when I listen to the songs that are on the radio from that game, it really gives you a nostalgic feeling already kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, no, the soundtrack's great on that. Yeah, yeah it is. I agree. The speed run for that game is so quick too. It was weird. Really? It's creepy. Yeah, it's like thirty minutes, seven twenty minutes. Oh my god! I like it when they try and do it for Witcher Three, and it's still like ten hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, uh... kind of like I, I don't know. I think some developers are actually like shocked by how quickly people can get past things. Yeah, definitely. Like they deliberately put things in the way so they couldn't do that, and they still managed to get by them somehow. Definitely. Definitely. Jay, question for you on Doom Eternal. You're part of that internet trend, which is like, if the player base isn't currently going through a peak, it's dead. Right? No, I'm but not really. I'm like, joking. Yeah, I know. It kind of just depends, though, right? No, I, I like looking at analytics and stuff. Yeah. But to me, as long as there's even a few hundred players, I still think yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It just depends on if it has a multiplayer or not. Well, yeah, so my question to you is, what do you see the future of this multiplayer mode being for Doom Eternal? Like not great, a honestly. Year, a year and a half? No, not, probably not even that. Fair. Like when did it come out in March? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's hardly anyone playing it now. Yeah, yeah. There's just too many things that are already out there, like Fortnite, PUBG, uh, Apex. Like there's too many multiplayer things to do among us. You know, Fall Guys. There's way too many to choose from that are way more popular probably more fun too so okay and apart from free updates and modes there are two campaign dlcs coming out which apparently you can play so i will be getting those probably when they're on offer you can already out no 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 the first one's coming out the end of this month okay so you're gonna play that or no yep yeah, is, uh, will... is there's going to be additional uh, achievements, is there, more than likely? Yeah, 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 there will. But they're only in the deluxe edition at the moment, so I will either have to buy them separate or wait till they go on offer, and I, I, I think I'll wait till they go on offer, I think. 
Okay. I say, I, like I, I, I feel weird about are. that, though. Like, I hate playing a game and then having to come back to it like a month later because you just forget everything. Yeah, I'm not... I think Doom's different to Borderlands 3, but ever since doing those DLCs alongside you, I'm I'm kind of liking the idea of going back to all these games when stuff comes out for them. I think Borderlands is the exception, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think just because it's the level of replayability and RPG elements it has. Like to me, Doom seems like too much of a single player experience for me to want to come back to it. Sure. Like if a game is open world to an extent, to me, like you can just keep adding on to it. But a single player campaign to me in that like a linear one kind of just feels like, well, it starts here and ends here and there's no real way you can do anything with it. It just feels a bit a bit stuck versus, you know, borderlands which can literally go in any direction. So Yeah. I don't know, that's just me, but yeah, if the DLC is like twenty quid each, I might wait till they're on sale. But like, if they're maybe sixteen to ten quid, I'll definitely buy them at launch and just play through them. Okay. But Good. the first Doom twenty sixteen only had multiplayer stuff, and I wasn't bothered about that. Okay. Thank mm. you for joining me, Jay. Go rip and tear, 